In this podcast, I want to address an issue very frankly, and that is this, the issue of suicide. You may think, that topic doesn't apply to me. You don't know my kids. It doesn't affect the next generation entrusted to me. Well, let me just say this. I've never met a dad showing off his newborn who said to me, I'm pretty sure this baby is going to kill himself when he gets older. And I'm not trying to be trite, but I've never met a mama watching over her preschooler who whispered to me, I think this little girl is going to try to take her own life someday. No, none of us think that way. Suicide is the furthest thing from our minds when it comes to our kids. It wasn't a thing when most of us were kids and teenagers ourselves. But I'm sad to say, and I think we would all agree, suicide is common amongst teenagers today. I think it's really important to have open lines of communication with the next generation about this. And I believe that discipling them about it starts with a conversation. So I'm going to cue the intro and we'll be right back to begin thinking about this topic, destinations, death, or life. In a world filled with a lot of talk, the Family Disciple Me ministry encourages intentional, meaningful, biblical conversations with those God has entrusted to us. In these drastically changing times, join us as we discuss the eternal truths of God's Word and relevant topics, as well as how to engage the next generation about these. It's true, discipleship starts with a conversation. So let's jump into a conversation starter right now. I first encountered the spirit of suicide in the next generation when one of my children was in middle school. It was unfathomable to me. My kids have been privileged to be a part of this amazing school, starting in kindergarten all the way up through their senior year. This school has beautiful buildings, wonderful teachers, great opportunities, and really a fabulous education. It has all the elements of success. And yet, lurking in its halls has been the spirit of death. And that spirit hasn't just tempted non-Christian kids from unbelieving families. This spirit of death has tempted and even seduced just as many, if not more, Christian kids from Christian families at our school. It's because of this that I call us all into conversation about these very real struggles. It was absolutely unfathomable to me when we first encountered this, and yet now it's so tangible and so real that I can't imagine us not having conversations about this. So as we continue in our destination series, this conversation we're going to use to talk about destinations, death, or life. You know, the book of Deuteronomy is one of my very favorite books in the whole Bible because I think it lays out the destinations so clearly. And perhaps one of the very clearest of these passages is our theme verse for this conversation. Deuteronomy 30, 
19b to 20a, which basically means the end of verse 19 and the beginning of verse 20, says this, I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice and holding fast to him, for he is your life. In that moment, when those words were originally spoken, Moses was laying out two paths for the people of Israel. One path led to the destination of life, and the other path, the opposite way, led to the destination of death. And he made it very clear to the Israelites, and through Scripture, it's made very clear to us which way both of those paths lead. Now, obviously, suicide is a very specific way that people choose death, but it's really just one option on a long continuum of walking toward the destination of death. And this is where we as parents can and should engage the next generation in conversation about this. We live in a culture that is blatantly hypocritical about death. Let me give a few examples. For instance, we live in a culture that is horrified by mass shootings, and yet violent gaming is statistically on the rise. Or consider this, we as a culture oppose murder, and yet it's culturally okay to watch murders on primetime television. Just yesterday, I was at the gym at 11 o'clock in the morning with my 14-year-old, and I looked up at one of the TV monitors across the top, and a man was one moment kissing this woman, and in the very next second, without warning, slitting her throat on primetime television in the morning. And I'm looking around saying, does anybody see this? Does this bother anybody? Apparently not. When I mentioned it to the employees at the gym and asked if they'd be willing to change the channel from that show, they kindly said, no, our culture is against murder. But apparently, it's not against murder that much. Or consider this. Our culture gives verbal assent, saying that we value life. And yet, our laws allow us to rip babies to shreds in the womb. Does that make sense? Or we tell our daughters how beautiful they are, but they know that if they get pregnant, they can go to an abortion clinic and abort a beautiful baby without their parents ever knowing. Or what about this? We know that illegal drugs destroy lives, destroy minds and families, and yet we have cities making drugs legal. How does this make sense? How does any of this make sense? All of these, in one way or another, are choices that our culture, our society is making that lead toward the destination of death. The examples go on and on and on. Our culture, our society walks toward the destination of death and then dances with it? in so many ways. We are a culture that is blatantly hypocritical about death. We say one thing, but we actively choose another 
over and over with our laws and with our messages. Now, when we talk about destinations, death or life, please don't get me wrong. We will all die. That's a fact. But in the days that we have, will we live with our faces more toward death or life? Which destination will we choose? Which will we focus on? And this brings me all the way back to the topic of suicide. I encourage you to skip the intimidation and get straight to the conversation about this very thing. I've read to you the verse, the passage from Deuteronomy 30. I encourage you to dive into the discipleship conversation about that with the kids that are entrusted to you. The link to that discipleship conversation is in the show notes below. But really, that's just the beginning of it. That conversation isn't just a one and done. Talk about it with your kids. Process it with them in age-appropriate ways. And then, if you see any signs of a suicidal spirit, take it seriously. Don't think, ah, that's not my kid. That's not what happens in our family. No, take it seriously. Get professional help when needed. You would take a kiddo struggling with breathing to the emergency room. So take one who's struggling with mental health issues to a counselor or a mental health professional. I encourage you to lay down your pride and to do that. And then talk to your kids about what to do when their friends or classmates are expressing suicidal thoughts or feelings. I can tell you we have had many Many of these conversations in my home because this has become such a prevalent issue. And then make very clear choices in your home about the destination of life. Help your family turn their backs on death and walk toward life. This affects the TV shows that you watch or don't watch. This affects the movies that you choose to see. Or let your kids see or not. This affects what you talk about around the dinner table or in the car along the way. This affects what you say about whose lives matter and who is valuable. And let me just add this. If one life doesn't matter, then it leaves every other life's value in question. Don't let the value of life be in question in your home. Determined to be a life-giving family. And I would add, especially if you have a child struggling with the spirit of death, figure out ways to celebrate life. Support your local crisis pregnancy center. There are so many ways that you can come alongside organizations like that. You can make a big deal about life as a family. Talk about the value of life and prove the value of your words by helping people. Don't back away from this conversation. Don't view it as irrelevant. Don't view it as something that you should avoid or can avoid. I encourage you, skip the intimidation and get straight to the conversation. Ultimately, may we all be families and individuals who choose and encourage the destination 
of life. In Jesus' name, the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Go with God, friend. Be encouraged. Go disciple your kids. Remember, it starts with a conversation.